No hipsters. No hipsters. No hipsters. Pod. 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 Now you know how to use the the all these. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, idea how to join this thing. (laughs) You look good though. You look. I see you. You know, just a little sunlight. I see. I see. I like it. I like it. The camera's cutting off a little bit, but okay. Yeah, let me like in a bit further back. Cool, cool, cool. I like it. I like it. All right. Hello. All right. There we go. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Episode 59, No Hipsters Pod. It's your boy, Ron Say, the founder of NoHipstersAlot.com. And this week, our guest is one of my favorites, Neka Obiakoy. Say what's up. (laughs) Hello, all. Excited to be back. We're on video. Okay. Okay. Right, 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 right. Glad to have you back again. Uh, there's a lot to talk about. I actually meant to have you on last month because it was uh, Sexual Assault Awareness Month, but we couldn't quite make it. But I think with everything that's happening, I'm glad we waited a bit because there's a lot to talk about. And I don't think there's a better person to speak on what's happening right now than you. We're just going to get right to uh, the topics. And there is nothing more important right now than the leak from the Supreme Court that revealed that there has been a vote of uh, to basically to overrule Roe v. Wade. Uh, five out of the six conservative justices have voted in favor uh, of overruling Roe v. Wade. And so basically, it just looks like a matter of when and no longer a matter of if that law will be overturned. Uh, And so, I mean, I think people forget I think people think it's just like a regular, like, I think people think it's only an elective procedure and they don't realize that for for a lot of women, this is actually, uh, can be a life-saving procedure. And so, uh, and just there's so many other, you know, factors surrounding that procedure and what it means for a lot of women and also men, right? Because uh, people think, you know, sometimes it's only a woman who's like, I guess, helping herself with the procedure, but there are lots of men whose lives have been, uh, impacted by a woman's ability to make that choice and so i really want you to speak about that uh first of all i want to know your thoughts about the impending overruling of roe v wade but also uh what this means for the future what this means for women and uh and what we should be looking out for so go for it i mean it's it's kind of scary times right um i think in a lot of ways we think we're making progress um in different aspects of advocacy, be it for women or for people of color, these are the examples that um, no matter how educated you are on some of these issues, um, especially or how empowered you feel as a person impacted by these issues, you have to be um, at the table making decisions um, in order to truly enact change. And so what I think what we're seeing here is what happens when you have a room full of people um, who are not directly impacted, who still are in power, um, and who are still able to make decisions on behalf of, in this case, women, right? These, this, this group of old white males um, who are making such an important decision. <clears throat> that scares me. Um, and that scares me for a lot of reasons. I think the right to choose um, is much bigger than just the right to choose when it comes to, um, you know, an abortion or, or to whether or not you want to carry your 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 uh, pregnancy to full term. Um, but I think it has a lot to do with what we're seeing about women's rights um, and our oversight and control and the policing of our bodies. Um, that is an example of how, um, you know, 
misogyny pretty much impacts every aspect of our lives. We're seeing it play out politically. We, we're, we're in this case also seeing it play out in um, our healthcare um, and, and our ability to make decisions for our own health. I think it's also concerning given the very high maternal mortality rates. Um, the maternal mortality rates in America are um, consistent with that of a third world country, which is also very concerning, right? So um, when you, and, and then of course, even more so amongst women of color, particularly black women. Um, so the fact that we haven't addressed some of the primary concerns such as sexual assault, which we know can sometimes be a reason why someone chooses to get an abortion. We haven't addressed um, health equity issues which is what leads to these like very astounding rates in maternal mortality. Um, we haven't addressed healthcare, the cost of healthcare, um, both during pregnancy, the hospital visits, as well as you know anything that can happen um, should that child have um, any sort of medical issues. But we are determining that uh, we no longer have the right to choose whether or not we feel comfortable um, carrying out that pregnancy. Um, that is disconcerting, right? So as far as what it means for the future, um, you know, I think <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's scary. Um, because I think, you know, getting back to what I said at the beginning, what makes that a little bit disheartening, for those who have chosen to have a voice who have chosen to vote, who have chosen to educate themselves on the laws and the policies who have chosen to be a part of, you know, or whatever way they can to be a part of the future of this country. It's disheartening to think that something like that was happening behind closed doors. Um, something that we know that 60% of the majority population do not want to happen. Um, it's this decision is still being made without our input. Um, and despite the kind of concerns implications for it, um, this could very well be um, our future. Um, so I, I think it's disheartening for just to be a part of um, these decisions moving forward as well. I can't help but like go the, I guess, having more political reaction where it's like, we warned people in 2016 that the Supreme Court was on the ballot and that this could happen if you don't vote. And I, just, I think people were just so consumed by their hatred of Hillary, which I still think is completely irrational. Um, and it's just, oftentimes based on nothing, but like they, people just couldn't see the long game because ultimately this is conservatives playing a very long game since years of really strategic appointments, years of Supreme Court just justices lying during their hearings in the Senate because they all these people have all said that they thought that Roe v. Wade was a settled matter. And so it just goes to show that they weren't telling the truth. And, uh, and once again, it just shows that conservatives are generally just better at politics, unfortunately. <laughs> Well, it's true. And to your point, you know, our politics in this generation exists on social media, right? We spend a little bit too much time um, reposting stories, um, sharing very long opinions um, in our, you know, whether it's on the story or on our feed, um, but not being active enough um, in the actual, you know, political system. Um, again, not exercising our right to vote, not understanding the kind of long-term implications of our decisions or our inactions. Um, and I think this is a perfect example of that is, you know, um, so, you know, Instagram is not going to, you know, stop the train that's already moving. Right. Um, and I think, again, that's what makes it feel disheartening um, for those who have felt that maybe that was their, their input um, in 
some of these major issues. But, you know, to your point, what are those next steps, right, that we can really be thinking about um, to ensure that we're better empowered to uh, be a part of that long term political game um, moving forward? Um, so I think that was a really great point for, from, for you. Hmm. I just, I, I listen, I, 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 I'm actually, I mean, because I kind of saw it coming. And it's funny, if you, if, I don't know how much, like, news you watch, but at the local level, things have been happening even before Texas had their ridiculous draconian laws this past year. Like, two, three years ago, Kansas had already, like, put something in place where, like, it made it impossible for most women to actually access abortion. And, and and many of the abortion clinics actually went out of business because the laws were so restrictive. And uh, I think there was just one abortion clinic left in the entire state. So it was in effect, you know, no longer available to women in that state. And I think things like this have been happening so long, for so long, and they've just been chipping away and chipping away and chipping away. And the only thing has been holding these states back from making the laws and just saying no more is the fact that they knew that there wasn't a conservative majority in the Supreme Court. Now they have that. They have a super majority. They can afford to lose a vote and still have a majority. And so uh, it's it's really, really sad. And I just hope people are, are, are taking the right lessons from this. Uh, I'm not really optimistic. The tweets I'm seeing online are very disheartening where people are just deciding to dig in uh, because they know that they were wrong and as opposed to just admitting that they made mistakes uh, over the years as far as voting is concerned. They just want to like, you know, double down so we'll see how this goes um it's it's truly unfortunate truly truly dark times uh for 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 civil rights honestly so yeah we are we're moving backwards that's for sure for Um, sure for sure for sure and you know of course there's the conversation that everyone's been having the impact to health right i mean people are already going to mexico and everywhere else to get bbl so uh, (laughs) what's another procedure right like you know i i I think, you know, it, the creation of making um, necessary um, healthcare procedures unavailable um, in a safe and protected way is, you know, that's probably the most concerning thing to me because the question has to have come up around the, the impact to patient safety. We, you know, we're, abortions aren't going to, to end. You can't control the decision that someone makes. The question becomes how, you know, what, what's the risk to um, the mother? What's the risk to, you know, the, the procedure itself? Like, where are they going to be getting it done? Who's going to be doing it? You know, there are opportunists who are going to be doing them out, you know, out there. The way they've been doing all sorts of other, you know, types of procedures. So that's also really concerning, even from a healthcare perspective. Beyond civil rights, I think we're going to see, you know, huge impacts to patient safety. Um, and of course, it's a, it's a huge equity issue, right? So um, just a number of different layers of this that I think, to your point, we're going to see over the next, you know, I don't even know how long to really see the impact it'll have. Right. Because that's the thing, because Trump appointed three justices in four years, which is... I mean, I don't know when last that's happened. So we're going to be living with a lot of this for a long time. And what people don't realize is that they're not going to stop at reproductive rights. It's just going to go. It's, it's the next thing. It's, you yeah. know, and so I really think people need to to pay attention because I think people think it stops here, but it, it really doesn't. They, they have a lot of power and and it's it's a lifetime appointment to Supreme Court. So it's not like they get they get voted out in a few years. So it's 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 going to... 
it's going to be a bad uh, however many decades. And I just, I hope we're all really ready for what this means. So, yeah. Mm -mm -mm. I just, out, out, I'm out of words, out of words. But, um, well, let's just move on to something more, uh, something lighter. You know, we can't, we can't, we can't do this the entire show, but really, I mean, I really do think uh, we, it's something that everyone needs to think about. I think I hope everyone watching spends some time thinking about this and what this really means and really understands that this is not just about women because I think maybe it's being framed as something that only affects women's lives, but that's not really true. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see that's where this goes. Yeah. But, um, Okay, wait, someone asked a question. Can states make decisions on a state level and those decisions to allow or ban? Yes. So what's going to happen is that basically half of the country will, it looks like we'll no longer have that available to, to women in that country. Uh, of course, uh, Texas has made headlines because they the, the biggest state with yeah. draconian laws. But uh, California has stepped up to say that they're, they've strengthening their protections of reproductive rights. Um, Pennsylvania has also, uh, the attorney general was on TV today talking about how that abortion is still uh, available to women in that state. So what's going to happen is that people in, in different states are going to have different freedoms. Um, women are going to have to basically travel. So there's, there's an article that talks about this girl who had to, I think, drive across states. So like, you know, like tens of miles just so she can get an abortion and so um this and this is and this is before the leak right so now it's going to we're going to have more of those so basically that that's what's going to happen good question thanks let's talk about the met gala you know we can't we can't be all serious the entire time but yes yes sharp turn <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That was a really short turn, but I'm sure I, I was, I was, you know, on my couch in my sweats, judging these people's fashions, like I, like I had anything to say. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, it's the first actual like full show since the pandemic. They had an off-cycle Met Gala last September in 2020. They didn't have a, a show at all because it was at the very early stages of the, of the of the global pandemic. So this is the first time they had the whole first of Monday, first Monday of May ceremony. The theme was uh, gilded, some such gilded age. I I, I don't. I was listen, <laughs> listen, <laughs> gilded something. <laughs> yes, it was. It was about the gilded era, and I really feel like people took different like yeah. different meanings from that era. I think people thought it to be literally gilded that they were to be in gold, and then other people took it as meaning they should dress the way people did in the gilded era. So. There are really different takes on it. Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. So what do you think? You know, I, I was like you, you know, and, and I do the, the really like secondhand version. I look at everyone's repost and then I judge that. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely some interesting takes on it. Um, you know, it's always fun to watch really the creative aspect of fashion. Um, during the Met Gala. Um, and then I love to, I always think to myself, like what pressure people must be under to be so cool this year. And hence how we get the people like Kendall, right. who God knows, I have no idea what she was thinking with that like net over her face. Like I just, you know, there are just some people who just got it very wrong. Um, but then of course, <laughs> girl Cardi B, she did her thing um, with the what, the gold Versace. Um, Right, right, right. Serious hits and serious misses. And then I'm also hearing about yes. the food. I'm 
hearing that the food at the Met Gala is trash. Yes, know. famously. Kiki Palmer exposed them a few years ago. So, it's, it's... so all that, I mean, I guess if you're going to go and you can't eat before you get there, I hear um, Kim Kardashian lost like 16 pounds in a couple weeks. I saw. Um, you know, you've got, uh, so anyway, there are some people who were, who were killing it um, yeah. from my perspective, but um, overall it was always, it's, as always, it's fun to watch. Right, right, right. And actually, that was actually Kylie with the net, with the white gown and the, the baseball cap. Yeah. Yes, Kylie, you're right. So, all right, top, top, give me top five, if you can think of that many, that, that's okay. your best, best yeah. five. Um, uh, so Gabrielle Union, I actually, I thought looked phenomenal. Like, she okay. was amazing. Um, who's the one that did, like, the Statue of Liberty? Was it Statue of Liberty? Blake, Blake Lively. Yes, I, I absolutely loved that. And I love the creativity. I love that she had like people who were there to like change her outfit. I was just yeah. to me. Um, you know what? I enjoyed Lori. Lori, I don't think followed any of the, you know, I don't think she followed the actual um, uh, theme at all. But as I say, if all else fails, just be fine. And she was, those abs were popping. She just wanted a reason to show. She's not always been that muscular, right? Because I was like, damn. Also, wait, her, you know, she looks very fit, her okay. arm muscular, so she's doing something different. I was here for that. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, I'll get, I'll put, um, I'll give Cardi, you know, I, to me, it wasn't necessarily fly. Actually, it really wasn't that fly. It, it was cute, though. It was cute. Yeah. But I can't think of every single person's outfit. I'll just put her on there and just let her okay. rock. Um, a fifth. I don't know that I have a fifth. I can't think of who else I was super excited about. So I'll, I'll just stick with those four. And then you said it worse. Oh, wait, wait. Who, so who was your fifth? Oh, you stopping at four? Stop stopping at four. Stopping. Okay. <laughs> okay. And yeah, feel free to give me your worst. I'm, I'm interested. I mean, definitely Kylie. I don't know what was going on. Um, I think it was, was it, was it, there was a guy. Who wore the shorts? Um... It wasn't Travis. I want to say that I don't know who that was. I'm sorry, I can't remember these people's names. Um, but that's a, that was a big no for me. Uh, who else just looked absolutely? Oh, uh, Billie Eilish. Also, I just don't think I just don't like her very much. I, I just I, yo, tell me what we're we're right here. I, I'm not I'm not a fan. I'm I'm starting to like the music. The the persona I don't like at all. Persona. I, I don't know what it is. It's always rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. It, it's not giving authenticity. I, I saw the little exchange between her and Cardi B after. Um, I don't know if you saw that, you know, about Cardi's very questionable speech at the Playboy after party. Tonight we're going to have fun. Make sure you get your drinks. Make sure you have the noodles. Make sure you have the noodles. Make sure you have the noodles. her even in, in a text exchange that some one of them posted oh my god i was so worried you were gonna see that i was fucking calling the people around you weird because everybody was coming up to you and shoving their phones into your ass and i was like just look at her with your eye internet is trying to divide us they don't understand that you're my baby <laughs> even she didn't even seem authentic there i said you're just fake everywhere so i don't know i just thank you thank you yo Yo, we, like, listen, I, I love that we can agree on this because I'm always like, yo, like, this girl, she just, I, nah, 
it's just not doing it for me. Yeah, I don't like it. But I mean, she's a favorite among the, cl the critics, though, even though I think she's also kind of like an industry plant. So I think her mom is like in the industry somehow. Oh, really? So that's why she gets, yeah, that's why she gets like all the Oscars and Grant. Like she's, she swept like her first year at the Grammys, won all four general categories. Oh, wow. And I then one like, what'd you say? That people do seem to love her. I mean, she's got like a million followers on. Right, right, right. Yeah. She, I'm, I'm, I'm warming up to the music, but I just, she's not that great, right? But yeah, but I agree. She definitely was not. She was one of the worst looking. And and on E, they were like, oh, one of the. They put her as one of the best dressed. I'm telling you, there's something about that. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Yeah, the game's rigged. Yeah, game's it's rigged. rigged. <laughs> Definitely. But I'll say, okay, as far if I, I don't really have a, a list, but I'll say the people that stood out to me as far as best dress, uh, Vanessa Hudgens. Okay, okay. Um, Vanessa Hudgens, Laura, Laura Harrier. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Actress, she was in like the, she was in the Black Klansman movie. She dates Clay Thompson. Fine as hell. But yeah, she was one of, her dress is actually... <laughs> Her dress is actually made by H and M. Funny enough, but um, but she was one of the best dressed. Right, right. Um, uh, who else? Who else looked good? I mean, I guess Blake Lively. I guess you know she she had a little thing going on. I see. Every time I think about Blake Lively, I can't I can't help but think about her plantation wedding from like a decade ago. Oh yes. Oh ooh. Yeah. Cross the list. Yeah. Yeah. Every time, like, damn, plantation wedding, plantation. And she, and she had a whole like little like lifestyle video. She tried to make it look like cute and like sexy. I'm like, no, man, no. like, no, that, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's a no. But yeah, I mean, she looked good. She looked alright. Um, Gabrielle Union, okay, that was good. Um, Gabrielle was popping. You tried to downplay her. Gabrielle. No, 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 no. She's good. No, she's good. No, no. You had me thinking about her. She looked good. Um, damn, something slipping my mind right now. Carrie Washington. Oh, you know what? I didn't see Carrie. Okay, so Carrie. Okay, Carrie brought it. Yep. Gwen Stefani. Mm hmm. Gwen. Yep. We're here for her. And yep, yep, yep. Who would be my fifth? Who would be my fifth? We could just. I might, I might just do it for like you, but wait, wait. Let me, let, let me push myself. Who was, who looked really good the other day? Um, I'll say, old girl from Euphoria, Sweeney, uh, Sydney Sweeney, not bad. Hmm. I don't remember Sydney, so she could yeah. So I'm, I'm basically going with the, with the theme, I guess. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Look at, look, look, look at the bro. What's oh. up, Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, those uh your your reels on Instagram, hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. No, it's not about okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, okay, worst. Um I think I okay, yeah. Billy Eilish, worst for sure. Uh Courtney Kardashian. Oh yeah. The whole Kardashian. I mean, they were all just Yeah, Courtney but she and Travis Scott came together. It's like she had this thing that was like, yo, like what 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 is this? So yeah, Courtney Kardashian, uh, and Bill Eilish, Courtney Kardashian. No, I'm sure like, when they come up to me, I'll, I'll I'll say more. But those two for sure were like, okay, you guys completely missed the mark and probably should go back home. So yeah, those are my two. <laughs> Can't forget. 
<laughs> okay, yeah, Kylie, for sure. Yeah, Kylie, for sure, for sure. Do you know who also wore a baseball hat but didn't look so bad? Nikki. Um, Nikki, yeah. I, I wasn't really fully understanding what she had going on, but it was still not terrible. It wasn't terrible. Yeah, not at all. So actually, the whole time I was thinking, it's the first time she and Cardi were in the same room since Fashion Week in 2018, where they almost got into a fight. They have not. What'd you say? How was that even possible? I don't know. I guess everybody acted right. But yeah, like that's that's th no drama from what I've heard. So okay. yeah, I like let's, it. Let's say Cardi is a mom now. They're both moms now. Yeah, right, both of them. Yeah. Heck no, Cardi was a mom back then. Remember, she was trying to fight Nikki because of her, oh. her kid. Okay, I tried. I tried to give her something. Okay, try to give her growth. <laughs> I helped the girl. And let's talk about Dave Chappelle, who was performing at the Hollywood Bowl last night for his Netflix special, Dave Chappelle and Friends. And while he was closing his performance, someone ran from the audience and tackled him. And then Dave Chappelle looked like he defended himself. And then backstage, the kid got stomped the fuck out, like badly. It was pretty bad. <laughs> like, no, badly. It was really bad. I mean, the picture of the kid is like, damn. Like, I had to put like a picture of his actual face so people could see just the difference. Bad. bad. Uh Apparently, Jamie Foxx. And Buster Rhymes, you know, got got involved with the beatdown. I looked, I saw Stephen Hill from BET on. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they were all part of the beatdown. Stephen Hill from BET was on stage. I don't know if he was a part of it, but he looked like his face looked like he had just been, you know, in the physical conversation. So I think they, they yeah, you know, everybody got involved. Everybody got got a lick in, and uh, it, it was really, <laughs> it's really sad. So the kid is actually uh, identified as twenty three year old Isaiah Lee who is also a, a, an aspiring rapper, or I guess up-and-coming rapper, however you want to describe it, but he has music on Spotify, and his, his stage name is No Name Trapper. And... <laughs> no. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny part, well, not the funny part, I guess, he had a song called uh, Dave Chappelle, so clearly there's maybe some kind of obsession there, but the song was put out two years ago. So um, it, it's, just, and I listen to the song, it really isn't, it doesn't say much about Dave Chappelle, but uh, yeah, it, it, it's trash, uh, much like all of his music. But, um, but you know, I listen, so you guys don't have to. And um, <laughs> the scary part about this though, is that he had a replica gun that had an ejectable blade. So really he could have, I mean, he could really harm Dave Chappelle, like just beyond like tackling him. So, uh, yeah, thoughts, if uh, any. Okay, so I still don't understand how we arrived to the point where he rushed the stage. There was no backstory that we know of beyond the facts. Okay, so yeah, just I, he just ran. He just ran up. He just decided to go run up on him. I mean, right. I, I guess you learned your lesson, dear. Right, right. 
You're not gonna do that shit again. Um, I think, you know, my my guess too is that, you know, they wanted to make sure that um, a lesson was taught. I feel like it's interesting because I was just watching um, the video of somebody throwing a water bottle at, uh, what's what's the rapper's name? Um, Jack Harlow. You And so then they started showing examples of like other times fans have done that. And, you know, when you see some rappers get into the, you know, crowd and they've actually fought them before. Um, I think that is kind of a lesson. I think there's a statement that people are trying to make, which is, you know, celebrities are not, um, you guys need to respect our boundaries. And I feel like this has been like a consistent situation that we're seeing um, where you rush the stage. I feel like everyone just put a hit in just so they knew if you try this shit again. <laughs> right. right. I, like, I, mean, I don't feel bad for the guy, but like when, you, when I saw how many people on him, I was like, damn. Yeah. Well, when I saw the when I saw the the picture, his arm was like the form. <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> it looks like a crab leg. I was like, damn. I said, okay, y'all may have took it a little too far, uh, but at the same time, to your point, that's scary. Quite frankly, someone has whether it's a you know a fake gun or not, that's just scary. So you just you know, have to respond accordingly. Um, it's a black event. I don't really know where they thought they, where he thought he was. Um, but I think, you know, black folks always looking for a good reason to stomp somebody out, it, it, you know. <laughs> so that was his first mistake. And, and then I think, you know, I was telling my brother, I'm like, listen, security guards have one job. Okay, so they said they were going to do that job and they were going to do it well today. Um, because, you know, he made it on the stage. So that was mistake number one. Um, and I think they just needed to, to teach him a lesson. But God bless him. Uh, I'm going to pray for uh, his health. Both mental and physical. He's been charged with felony assault with a deadly weapon and is being held on 30,000 bond. And actually, apparently he's actually unhoused because the, the address that, that was associated with him apparently is for a shelter. So not that, not that he deserves oh. any sympathy, but I think all those facts are like, aw, I guess, kind of, sort of. <laughs> Daniel said, pray for his arm. <laughs> I, you know... It's, it, it's definitely giving mental health. And to that end, it is Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, you know, I'm not sure. Like, I could be wrong, right? I don't know what would make someone get up there and do that, you know, but hearing unhoused and, you know, I don't know. It makes you wonder what led us to that point. Um, but, you know, I don't know. My own personal diagnoses as someone who has no authority to diagnose um, is that <laughs> there might be something else at play uptown See, the funny part about the whole thing is that chris rock actually performed at that show yeah <laughs> he performed. right like i i saw him try to throw in his little will smith joke was that will smith i can't stand chris. i'm like chris please sit this one out <laughs> uh, i mean uh, i mean i think he would have been remiss to not get that joke in so i like he, he had to he just had to that too. Ugh. Yeah, too. And, and that's it's unfortunate that Will has done this to himself, where he will always be the punchline when people run on stage. So that's that's really you know unfortunate. unfortunate. And I'm, what are the odds that it was another comedy, like another comedian? It just it was too it was too easy. I too get easy. it. Too easy. He had to take it. Winners and losers, NECA. Since you are the guest, I will let you go first. You know what? I don't leaked. Um, the um, Supreme Court draft, but 
I'm going to have to go ahead and say that's a big time winner right now. Um, I know that, you know, the Republicans have made it their thing Agreed. to try to figure out who did it. And they're trying to, you know, make that the, the new news, uh, newsworthy part of this conversation. But shout out to that person. Um, so trying and failing, but yeah. Right. Tried and failing. Exactly. So, yeah, that's a big winner for me. Um, a loser? Ah, oh, gosh. I was, you know what? I have to take it back. And I know you hate when I do this because I always have to ask you for the person's name because I always forget it. But who was the girl who said she throws up gang signs for fun? And it was like two weeks ago. But she's still like, who was the one with the red hair, the um, podcast? Ruby. Okay. See, that Ruby was Rose. Ruby Rose. <laughs> Ruby Rose. Okay, it's Ruby Rose. I know that's slightly outdated at this point, but it was extremely cringeworthy. I just have been, I'm not actually a gang member. I know that's kind of like a joke on You're the internet. Affiliated. I was, I guess, not affiliated. a I was around gang members and I just like throwing the gang signs up because it's cute. I love the color red. I'm in no way a gang member though. Ruby, you know to get your ass shut. I know, so that's why I've chilled out. Yeah, that's, a, yeah. that's my real name. My oh, but real, you know that's a blood term. I know, yeah, but that's really my name. So I've loved the color red since I was a kid. Like, mm -hmm. And it's root, my name, my real name is Ruby Rose. I have a last name, but my first name is Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose, the last name, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. but. And then I moved to Atlanta, and I started being around like Bloods. <laughs> so when you you were intrigued by it, yes, the culture, it's for cool. Sure. It's yeah. cool. It's cool. I know like what be going on isn't cool, but like the colorful clothing and the hand signs and just being cool it's with the music, the culture, that the stuff, yeah, yeah, like that stuff is cool. In fact, let me just say, there's like a hit list of about five podcasters right now that are all <laughs> losers to me. I, you know. You please keep the authenticity of your podcast because there are a lot of people embarrassing themselves right now with just very heinous opinions and unfounded uh, <laughs> thoughts on a number of different topics that are just driving me crazy. Ruby's going to get a big, big loser for me for today, though. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Absolutely fair. Absolutely fair. <laughs> All right. So my winner, I'm going to have to say, is Drake. So he was commenting on a basketball <laughs> blog about Jay, uh, Jay Morant and his dad and how, uh, you know, the Team Morant gets uh, criticized for being too supportive and too animated. And so someone, and then he goes like, you know, if my kid was like, you know, in the NBA, listen, if, I think he goes, if my kid was even a Rubik's Cube champ or whatever, I'd be doing the same. So someone responds with a random dig about, you know, the ghostwriting allegations uh, that Drake has, you know, basically had attached to his name for years now. And Drake responds with, your wife's probably miserable. I I'm going to follow her. Actually, he said, I he'd follow her. He said, she's, she's miserable. And so I followed her to give some excitement. Drake <laughs> follows his wife. And then she actually, and then she, she posts it. And then he responds to her post. I'm here for you, Ma. So the whole thing is just petty, just petty, petty and perfect, perfectly petty. I, I just I love the whole thing. So we just we just have to give Drake the W this week because that was just too funny. Now the loser, I will say definitely Isaiah Lee. I just I've never seen uh, just 
an enforced error at that scale. Like, I just, I don't know why you would do that. <laughs> like, why would you do that? Why Isaiah? We need to get Isaiah on the podcast. Isaiah, listen, no, honestly, honestly, like I, I really would like to ask what was going through his mind, and he's just gonna like, I mean, he's he's really, and it, it obviously does not have thirty thousand dollars to get out of jail, so that's another thing. So it's just the whole, it's it's all bad, all I bad. Toxology report. So. I, I need that too, honestly. Like we need to know what was going on because it's just it makes no sense. And I have to say, I, I have to do this. I, I mean, Will Smith, and I'm sure he's been like the loser for the last few episodes because we've just we've been stuck on Slapgate around here. Will Smith, honestly, like just the the fact that you've made this a part of your legacy and that you will always be this punchline, I think, is just a, a permanent L for you. So, Will Smith is definitely, definitely my second loser. And Supreme Court justices for being uh, just really cruel and for pulling this country back 50 years, literally, and um, just not doing right by women. So that's my final loser. Yeah, I mean, I, that goes without saying. There are a number of losers right now um, that are um, that are sitting in seats they don't deserve. Um, Facts. You know what? It's like, you made a great point earlier. I think some of us um, just need to think about our own roles and whether or not you know the decisions that some people have made not to vote and not to participate makes them a loser too uh, but that's a whole nother story <laughs> that's listen um, let's pile them on you know, <laughs> you know we need to we need to i think take some ownership and accountability um as as we think about uh, the impacts of again uh social media politics and quite frankly i do think that like trump was able to distract us for a very long time with yes. all Twitter and with all of his antics. And to your point, he was, you know, quietly and behind the scenes um, building a world and a system um, that would really benefit old white men, old white Republican males for um, decades to come. Right. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think we were we were all paying attention to the wrong things, quite frankly. Um, and, you know, I hope people are taking the time to educate themselves on the way this works um, and on the importance of being involved and, and being educated um, and, you know, uh, having a voice outside of Instagram. Facts. So, oh, we'll loser today. Lost facts. this one. Right. right. So All right, Neka, thank you so much for stopping by. It's always a pleasure. Um, before we leave, let the people know where they can find you and also Vanity. And also really just remind people what Vanity is. It's been a while since you've been here. Sure, absolutely. So um, as Ronce just mentioned, um, April was Sexual Assault Awareness Month. So in the spirit of that, um, Vanity is an anti-sexual assault and domestic violence training organization. And we just focus on increasing education and knowledge around um, topics and issues relating to interpersonal violence, understanding that 
more educated we are, the more empowered we are to speak to these issues, um, um, we can really create a world in which um, we hopefully will see a reduction in the occurrence of both um, sexual and domestic violence. Um, vanity um, is spelled V-A-N-E-D-E on Instagram. It's vanity underscore U-S. Um, you can also find me, Neka Obiekwe, Neka underscore Obiekwe underscore. I'm not going to spell it. Ron said I'm, it I'm gonna, uh, this, it's going to be put on the screen, all of it. So yeah, they'll get it. Fantastic. Love <laughs> as always and I'm always looking to kind of engage in these sorts of conversations around women's rights around interpersonal violence I'm happy to um, kind of share um, and offer insights to anyone who's looking for it great 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 thank you so much for all the really really important work that you do all right so episode 59 no hips pod talk to you next time bye, bye.